Hello, this is Siddharth from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Sunday, the 22nd of August. India recorded 30,948 new COVID cases and 403 deaths in the last 24 hours. Notably, the Delhi government has now relaxed the 8 pm deadline for shops, markets and malls, allowing them to stay open for longer. According to the Indian Express, Participants from the trials of Covishield and Covaxin have still not received their COVID vaccination certificates even a year after the completion of the trials. The report said there are 1600 volunteers who participated in the Covishield trials and 25800 for Covaxin. Of the 25800 participants in the Covaxin trials, a Bharat Biotech official said 50% were vaccine recipients and the other half were placebo recipients. The placebo recipients were contacted after trial completion and were administered vaccines. However, a year on, the participants having received certificates only from their trial sites and not the official COVIN website are being denied the resumption of a range of activities including the attainment of visas. Union Health Secretary Rajesh Bhushan told the Express that changes are being made in the COVIN app so that these certificates can be issued. On Saturday, the Assam police arrested 14 residents from 11 districts for posting social media messages allegedly supporting the Taliban takeover of Afghanistan, said Special Director General of Police G.P. Singh. The arrested have been booked under the provisions of the Unlawful Activities Prevention Act, the Information Technology Act, and the Code of Criminal Procedure, reported PTI. Addressing the press, Singh is reported to have said, and I quote, I humbly appeal that people should not make such posts on social media that are anti-Assam and anti-India or supportive of a terrorist organization. People should think before posting on social media and consider the fallout of the law. End quote. On the use of the UAPA, Singh has said that the Tehreek-e-Taliban finds an entry in the ISIS and Al-Qaeda sanctions list established and maintained by the United Nations, and that entry 33 of the MHA list provides for organizations listed in UN lists. At least 17 to 20 social media profiles were found supporting the Taliban and their action in Afghanistan, according to the police. Those arrested include All India United Democratic Front leader Mohammad Fazlul Karim Kashimi, who has now been suspended as the general secretary of the party after his arrest. An Assam police constable is also among the 14 people arrested. India has flown in nearly 168 people from Kabul today. Additionally, two flights of people were temporarily evacuated to Dushanbe in Tajikistan and Doha in Qatar, bringing the total number of people evacuated today to nearly 400. A special repatriation flight by the Indian Air Force carried 168 passengers including 107 Indians and landed this morning at the Hindon Air Base near Delhi from Kabul. There were two Afghan senators and 24 Afghan Sikhs among the evacuees. 87 Indians and two Nepalese nationals were brought back in a special Air India flight from Dushanbe a day after they were evacuated to the Tajikistan capital in an IAF aircraft. From Doha to Delhi a group of 135 Indians were flown back in a special flight as well. Dear listener, the unfolding Afghan crisis is being discussed as a monumental threat to the future of human rights in the region. With the Taliban's takeover, old and archaic social regulations which exist at the cost of democracy and women's rights are looming large in the future for afghans to better understand the sentiments and feelings of the afghan people you can visit newslaundry.com and read our reports documenting the voices of afghan refugees who have been forced to flee their country you can even watch our reporter nithi suresh interview afghanistan member of parliament farzana kochai about the ground situation in kabul and the future for women in the region 
Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar will be visiting Delhi tomorrow to meet Prime Minister Narendra Modi to make a push for a caste-based census. He will lead a 10-member delegation which includes the BJP which has expressed that it is not keen on such a project. The chief minister told reporters today and I quote, "Some people have reached Delhi already and some will go with me. Tomorrow we will meet at 11. It is a crucial issue and we have been seeking this for long. If it works out, nothing could be better than that." Moreover, it would not be just for Bihar, but people in the whole country will benefit from this. It should be done at least once. We will put forward our views from this angle. End quote. Mr. Kumar has earlier repeatedly said that a caste-based census is in everyone's interest, and that the notion of such a census upsetting people is baseless. Notably, several Bihar leaders from across party lines have demanded a caste-based census, which has not happened in India since British rule. Former Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister Kalyan Singh died on Saturday in Lucknow due to sepsis and multiple organ failure. He was 89. The senior BJP leader had been undergoing treatment in the intensive care unit of the Sanjay Gandhi Postgraduate Institute of Medical Sciences in the Uttar Pradesh capital since July 4th. On Friday, his condition deteriorated, following which he was placed on dialysis. Prime Minister Modi spoke to reporters after paying his respects to the veteran BJP leader at his residence. He said, "I quote The country has lost a valuable personality and a capable leader. To fulfill the void left by him, we should do maximum hard work for his ideals, his promises, and leave no effort in achieving his dreams. End quote. Notably, Chief Minister of Uttar Pradesh Yogi Adityanath, who visited the hospital after Singh's death, has also announced a holiday on Monday when the BJP leader's body will be cremated. NDTV has reported. Before moving on to today's international updates, allow me to bring to your attention, listener. that our independence day offer is being extended to monday the 23rd of august this is being done on popular demand if you buy an annual plan you get nl goodies for free depending on the subscription level to know more and avail your discounted goodies please go to newslaundry.com and click on i day offer and added bonus is of course your support for a better informed society with the press is free and independent please do consider supporting us listener so we may keep bringing you hard hitting ground reports As the Afghan crisis continues to unfold, US Vice President Kamala Harris embarked on a diplomatic trip to Southeast Asia today, where she will offer reassurances of US commitment to the region after the Taliban takeover and the chaotic US pullout from Afghanistan. Harris is now in Singapore already and will start her activities on Monday by meeting the city-states leaders. The tour also includes a pit stop in Vietnam. This has sparked criticism with some accusing Harris of being tone deaf for visiting the communist country. as us forces struggled to evacuate americans other foreigners and afghan allies from kabul airport the crisis has prompted comparisons with the trauma of 1975 saigon when us helicopters ferried final evacuees from the embassy roof as viet cong troops advanced us officials say the trip was planned long before the afghan debacle and insist harris is focused on washington's broader strategic goals in asia Amid surges in cases of the Delta variant of COVID, the US has urged world leaders to deliver their statements to the UN General Assembly's annual session next month by video and not by travel to New York. This has been suggested to ensure that the gathering doesn't become a super spreader event. US Ambassador to the UN Linda Thomas-Greenfield wrote a letter to the 193 member states of the UN that as the host country of the UN headquarters The US bears a significant responsibility to ensure the safety of all stakeholders and New York residents. The UN general debate begins on September 21st and will run through September 27th. 
According to the list of speakers for the general debate at the 76th session of the UN General Assembly, Prime Minister Narendra Modi is expected to address the annual UN General Assembly session in person on September 25th. That's all the news we have for you today. Take care and don't forget your prescription of daily dose. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.